Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who need just a little bit more. We're two friends, Jason and Steph, and we aren't ready to sleep on all things pop culture. Welcome to Kick-Ons, because the party's not over. The night is young, no we're not done. Party back at ours, everybody's welcome to the kick-ons. You're welcome. Welcome to Kick-ons, the pop culture after party for people who want just a little more. Did you miss us? Yes, the answer is <laughs> yes. Welcome to a brand new year. Happy New Year to all. We made it to 2022. And I was like trying to not do that. No, nah, we have to do it. <laughs> it's the theme of the month. True. Okay. Well, that's fine then. It's like, you know, when you start seeing everyone for the first time yeah. in January and you like keep saying like, oh, Happy New Year, Happy New Year. Like it is literally. The 19th. Yeah. January's basically done. Yeah. But we're still saying Happy New Year, right? That did just happen. I was with some people and one was like to the other, is it? too late now to say happy new year and it wasn't and we agreed it wasn't yeah not if it's the first time you're seeing them it's too late to say merry christmas definitely and it's too late now to say sorry whoa yeah. <laughs> that's the truth that shouldn't be a thing though it should never be too late to say sorry right i think that sometimes it just doesn't make it better like you know when like if it's got to that point where it is too late to say sorry then obviously so much stuff has gone by where it's just like i actually do not want to hear from you even if it is an apology like that's not going to make it better true just just let's just pretend that we're done but in some situations sorry i just thought about a particular friendship when you said that (laughs) <laughs> the thing is when but sometimes like you really want to hear sorry and like it would mean so much you know like yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know different different strokes yeah. to different folks but happy new year happy new year i've I'm, been missing more than just your body i am so warm right now you look <laughs> really... i think it's because i just had a hot shower and then i cooked you look like you've just done, like, had a facial. Oh, I've got oil on my face. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I'm also very sweaty. Yeah. Um, I don't have any tan on either, which is... Can we talk... How's that been going? So, Steph. Yes. I don't want to speak for you. Yeah, so... you can. I'm sure you... But I will, because mm. I've had permission. Yeah. Yeah. Steph has been wearing tan probably for half of our friendship now technically yeah yeah which is coming into up to its 12th year (laughs) um and it started as like you wear tan to go to a rave yeah yeah that is where it started and then it became you wear tan to go to like three waves Race. Yeah, three ways <laughs> in a row. And then you wear tan to like maybe meet your friends for lunch. Yeah. And then you wear tan to go to work. Yeah. And then you wear tan when you're in your room alone. I have been full time tanning for at least three years, I would say. Yeah. Do you think that's right? Longer. <laughs> and I told this to my mum and she didn't believe me. She was like, No, I didn't know it was like this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, absolutely. And then so 
I walked into work. Well, essentially, like, what made me stop was I got a really bad allergy from the tan that my sister, like, left here. And then I was like, this absolutely has to stop. And then I walked around work for, like, three days and was like, is anyone going to mention that I have no tan on? Like, is anyone going to say something? Um, So it's been... 10 days. Is this the longest period of time you've gone without wearing fake tan? Absolutely. The thing that fake tan, it's like actually gotten us into a lot of trouble recently. Oh, I don't want to talk about that. (laughs) This could be used in the court of law. (laughs) We can't talk about it, but like it's a good time to stop using fake tan. So I've all day, I've been like feeling a bit blessed. I was like, should I just tan tonight? Like it will make me feel better. But I've decided because I'm going to a gig tomorrow night. So I decided I should try and go to the gig without tan on and see how I go. Because that is the real test. That's the catalyst. And just going back to the start, it's like you looking at your child self and speaking to them. Yeah. But it's a... It's a woman at a rave. It's a tanned woman at a rave. The worst thing is that <laughs> if I burn. So I'm constantly, like, when I've got tan on, I'm not as stressed about, oh, my God, I need to sunblock, like, every hour. But when I don't have tan on, I definitely burn easier. So, you know, I'm actually putting my life at risk. Okay. You're not. <laughs> Sunscreen's awesome. You just need I to know. find the right one. I think that's the thing. Yeah. There are so many sunscreens out there that are too thick and too mm. oily. Yeah. And don't protect you. Yeah, you got to do your research. 100%. But yeah, you do need to apply every hour. It'd be fine if it was just like not wet. You know when you feel wet when you're covering yeah. sunscreen? Hey, but how how are you feeling? Without the tan on? Yeah. So far, so good. I think the major setback is that the foundation that I have for my normal skin color is pretty shit okay so i need to go and invest in my proper foundation and my actual skin color and i think that will really help so kick on's pod would like to officially announce (laughs) that we're launching a gofundme campaign to help steph pay for a nice foundation you know it's not even about that it's literally like mecca is so far away oh that's the truth do you know what though online order but i need to get you need to go in you need the woman and that's also person. person um it's actually really difficult because with the masks, I don't even know if you can. I think you have to, like, book in to get swatched. Uh, but maybe it's changed now that it's it's um, traffic lights or whatever. But Okay. We're, yeah. we're booking you in to get swatched, and we're going to talk key. about it next week on the pod. <laughs> Great content. Yeah. Riveting. I can't believe everyone's come back this year for this bullshit. Oh, my God. How has your summer been so far? I have... I probably said this before, but I am just so good at having time off. I mm. just feel really amazing when I don't have a job that I have to go to every day. Yeah. I had a great summer. Yeah. I traveled a lot around the North Island, went to mm. Hawke's Bay, hung out with my family, hung out with friends. I had a great summer. Good. Really. And it wasn't like a boozy summer. Yes. It was just like a summer of adventure. That's pretty good. Yeah, I felt like really alive during summer. Great. And I'm still, except for a brief scent of oh, yeah. some stomach flu that I'm now officially over. That's what... 
I think you've lost weight in your face. I didn't eat for three days. Yeah, I've been looking at you like you look different, and you didn't get anything injected into you no, so far this year. Not yet. I did think about it so. today, <laughs> But maybe that's also it, is that it's really, it's locked in now. Does the my, stuff my lips look bigger? No, I'm looking at your forehead. Oh no, there's movement. There is movement, can confirm. Yeah. So um, good. Yeah, summer's been great and may it continue. The weather has been f- turning it out. It really has been. Yeah. Um, we've had some cute moments together. New Year's oh, Eve was really excellent. It was. We have uh, re- reunited with Parrot Dog. We have. And I mean, nothing's changed really. No, not really. We're still the same. <laughs> and we'll be here all year long. Yeah. Maybe some exciting things will happen. Who knows? I know they will. Yeah. <laughs> Prediction, True. exciting things will happen. True. Well, let's get into your first sip. It's the first sip of 2022. We need to take a poll on that, like, to the listeners, because... It's aggressive, and I don't have earpods in. I thought that it was the tan that was making you... <laughs> anti... Anti-sing-song. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I am not anti-sing-song. What do you think... What quality do I use when I do that? Screech. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ted. My... Okay, so the summer... The summer has been the summer of movies, and I'm mm. famously someone who doesn't really enjoy movies because i fall asleep in them yeah but i have watched so many movies and this was my favorite one that i watched all summer Encanto on disney plus i really thought you're gonna say king richard for a second and i was really happy but that's on my list of things to talk about as great Encanto. if you haven't heard of it like where have you been it's a new disney musical on disney plus streaming now if you don't have disney plus find someone who does yeah because it is worth it we'll get the trial yes it's so lit yeah i've also been watching golden girls on disney plus too recently so good so good r.i.p i know she died i know i wish i'd known her while i knew her from golden girls Uh, this is my first time watching golden girls like properly so Encanto is a movie set in Colombia about a family who is blessed with gifts. And every year a child is born, and when they reach a certain age, they get given a special magical gift. Everyone Whoa. in this family. And they live in this magical house. And I don't want to spoil too much for you, but it's about their journey as a family. So there's no real villain in it compared to other Disney films. Okay. Which is quite new. It's just about them like coming together as a family and recreate refinding like a bond that they have as a family. And it's very um colourful and the songs are really uplifting. And I also watched it with my mum. Amazing. And like we just had the greatest time watching it together. Like red wine in hand. Love it. Stayed awake the whole time. Highly recommend. And like recommend watch it more than once. It's like 
Have you watched it more than once? No, but I really want to watch it again. Great. So, have you watched it once? No, I haven't. I know, it's been on my list, but there have been so many. I know. It is the summer of movies. It has. Well, it's Oscar season. Yes. Essentially. So, I saw West Side Story, which I really loved. Um, Apparently, it's really hard to find now. (laughs) It's, like, disappeared out of cinemas in Wellington. Um, But it was great, and... um, uh, Anita and Bernardo were definitely the highlights. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so full of great music. Um, and we watched King Richard the other night, which is the story of the Serena, the Williams sisters, Serena and Venus Williams, and their family, more particularly their father, yeah. and how they sort of... Um, the beginning, the beginning of, of their, their careers, like it only follows them up to age fourteen. Oh my and, and, god! And and it really is mainly the story of Venus. She's playing the most tennis in the movie, yeah. and right at the end is where Serena sort of starts to take like it, that story kicks in. But I could have watched it for another two hours. I wanted to know what happens after it ended. Like I'm ready for a sequel. Like that needs to be a trilogy. Get someone get Peter Jackson on the phone. Yes. HBO fully limited series. That should have been a TV show. Yeah. It was so enjoyable to watch. It really was. I was literally turned to Steph at one point. I'm like famously not into sports. (laughs) And I was like, Steph, do I like tennis now? (laughs) And I think, yes. Yeah. But yeah, I also think I just like drama. Yeah, true. And you saw Spider-Man. What was that like? Uh, Yes. I think, to be honest, it will be the last superhero movie I go to see at the movie theater. Mm. But if if I was someone who loves superhero movies, I think I would have really loved it. Amazing. Especially with the spoiler alert, spoiler alert, the the pop-in from the old Spider-Man. So that's why what made it more enjoyable because I've only seen two Spider-Mans the first Spider-Man and the second Spider-Man like ever like Toby's and both of them yeah and Toby appears and the villains from Toby's movie is there and so I was like I can kind of get on board with this Mm. and I didn't hate it I enjoyed it were they only in it for a little bit no they were quite a big part of the story they were only in it for a little bit but it was like always gearing up for them to be in it Wow. Yeah. That's like the best kept secret, I reckon. Like, no one knew they were going to be in it. No, I know. So good. Yeah. I guess that's the benefit of, like, not needing to be on location. You just literally do it all in a studio. No one's going to know that they're there. Yeah, true. Um, But we are missing the biggest of them all, but hey, was that... Pass of Gucci. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, maybe you're wanting to use that as your life at the party. No, that's not my life. Okay, so on New Year's Day, hung over like no one else, we went to see House of Gucci. House of Gucci. The cinema. How could you sum it up in one word? The facials. Long. Yeah. I would say chaos. When it was over, and to this day, I don't know if it was a comedy or drama. What has it been nominated for any awards? I actually don't know because don't... that would be inter- oh. that would answer my question. If it's in the comedy slash musical section, true. Wait, should I know. Google yeah. it? So, for those who 
are thinking about seeing House of Gucci, I recommend going. Yes. Because Lady Gaga is actually really good in it. But just know, when the website tells you it only goes for <laughs> one and a half hours, it's lying. It is lying. It is over two and a half hours. And some points, it's a really long two and a half hours. She was nominated in the drama category. That is really, really, really shocking. I think the only reason why it came across as a comedy was because of Jared Leto and his absolutely absurd performance that made no sense, that did not seem realistic at all. It was like he was in an Italian opera. He has that vibe where he's like, Everyone needs to look at me. He's like Sharpay. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And like, oh, look at me. Like, oh, don't I not look yeah. like my real self? Yeah. It was almost like he was taking the piss. It was hard to watch. He was hard to watch. And I also found um, the guy that played the... His dad? No, not... Oh, is it his... No, 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 the uncle. His uncle. Oh, Al Pacino. Was that Al Pacino? Yeah, which I didn't realize, but I was like, looked it up at work to like show someone a picture of it, and he was like, "That's Al Pacino." I was okay, like, okay, I thought he did a really bad job. Too. <laughs> like he was really hard to watch. Yeah. Oh, uh, I think for me, he kind of got away with like the being the over the top because that I could imagine someone like that, but maybe he was doing that to try and match what Jared Leto was doing. I think that if the movie had trimmed trimmed some of the the nonsense, yeah, it would have been more palatable. Not saying that I hated it, no, because it was good. Like you, I will watch it again. If you go watch it, listener, you will understand what we mean yeah. by like you need to see it, but also like it is chaotic. Yeah, yeah. I think if it leaned into the more campy parts of it mm. and went with that, not Jared Leto. Jared Leto was bad. He wasn't campy and no. fun. He was bad and unenjoyable. Yeah. But there were parts of it. You know, Lady Gaga, it, she's camp. She oh, is queen and, of camp. And she looked amazing yeah. and she did so well. Yeah. And the story is really the interesting. The story is really riveting. I mm. also think it did a disservice to not focus more on what happened at the end. Yeah. Like, I think that was all rushed through and confusing, and I would have loved to have seen more of, like, the trial and all that kind of thing. Yeah, and to be honest, more fashion. Yeah. Too. That's what I mean. It needed to be a bit more Because even the fashion show the looked... Top. Oh, that was his fashion show, eh? Yeah. 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 Hey, Go check it out. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it'll be playing for the rest of the year. Surely. Uh, and we wish Lady Gaga the best in winning an award for best actress in a drama. Yes. Well, the Golden Globes have been. Okay. She didn't win. Okay. Cool. <laughs> no, well but deserved. hey. Well deserved. She loss. might have an Oscar nomination. Oh, they haven't come out yet. Well. They haven't come out yet. Oh, they will. Um, my first sip is a true world changing recommendation that if you are not onto this what are you doing the name is wordle and the game is strong (laughs) agreed so you've probably seen 
these like colorful squares all over your social media in the past three weeks I would say and you're probably thinking what the fuck is this I don't want to be involved I'm sick of this and I was one of those people like I nearly muted those emojis on my twitter because I was sick of seeing people's results end up back at work everyone's having a laugh a giggle and I'm like what's going on I don't know what's going on I'm left out they say the the two syllables wordle to me and I'm like you know what let's give it a crack let's give it a crack and I did it and I'm addicted and I really think that it is a fun game that everyone should get on board with yeah Essentially, for those who don't know, it's a game that a guy in the UK made for his wife to him for him and her to sit down together to play. It's great. It, it's Team Spirit, which, you know, famously I have said I hate Team Spirit, but I'm into it. Yeah. How do you feel as someone who's just gotten on board? So I'm day th- four of Wordle, yeah. and I've played three out of those four days. I actually played all four, but I just couldn't figure one of them out, and I was busy, so I just like... Whatever. Put it in the back of mind. I love Wordle. Wordle, I've also introduced it to my workmates mm-hmm. because I want to go to work and talk to them I about think, Wordle. I think, I think it's, in New Zealand, it's spreading faster than Omicron. It actually is. Literally. It actually is. Wordle is the, like, the virus that you want to yeah. catch. I think as well, like, it, there's something kind of nostalgic about it without being, like, with, but it's new. Yeah. And, I like the fact that it makes me feel like I'm doing something to help my brain. Yeah, yeah. And also, I think the fun of it is that everyone gets the same word every day. So you're all trying to guess the same word, but you're all putting in different words to start with. And, like, someone's really frustrated and you're like, it's okay, like, just think about it like this or like that. And you're trying to give clues but not. And then you watch them and they're, like, pointing it, putting, pointing. (laughs) Spoiler. (laughs) Putting in the right like letters and you're like go 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 it's so good so you can find it i think it's power language uk yeah just google wordle as the first thing that comes up get into it today honestly and you won't regret it it's so fun (laughs) yeah yeah gorgeous do you have a life of the party i do have a life of the party amazing our good friend uh someone who said they missed me several times through DM, Thompson. Oh. <laughs> I was like, who are you going to say? Has yeah. released their sophomore album and it's called Crush. Yes. And it is an album you need to listen to from start to finish in order. Great. Because it's almost, it tells the story um, of a relationship gone wrong. Mm-hmm. And it tells it from the perspective of driving in a car basically and everything is like car related and it mm. ends in a in a crash whoa yeah like i think it's like a crush of the heart you know mm-hmm. but the way that thompson has been able to get it's like upbeat and sad it's the perfect like crying, crying in the, the club bus. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, the world's a bit fucked up still, like, at the moment. And we don't know what's going to happen this year. I think everyone went into this year with the energy different to 2021, where we were like, yes, bitch, this is going to be my year. Some man released a song about it. Yeah. This year, people are like, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. 
And I think it's the perfect time for Thompson to release an album like this. And I just want everyone to like enjoy it as much as I do. Love it. That's so great. The title track, Crushed, is really good. There's a song on it called Angel, which I'm like, how did you even come up with that? Amazing. Yeah. Love it. And your life of the party. Homegrown. Well, I've got so many. And I think... I'm going to put it out here, yeah. but I'm pretty sure he's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, starting rumors. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so my life at the party, I've just got like a couple of more recommendations, essentially, that I listen to and watch that I really want everyone else to. So Sweet Bobby, which is a podcast, it's only six episodes long. How amazing. You're in in the point where you like listen to so many podcasts that when they're like, short you're like oh this is so good such an easy listen and i like tv shows when they're just 20 minute long oh absolutely i i think the way it's told is just really interesting it's kind of journalistic so essentially it's about this lady who was catfished for years um and thought that she was kind of in a relationship with this guy called Bobby and it's essentially tells you about how she started talking to him the whole situation and the aftermath and when she found out who it really was etc um but i just yeah i really think everyone should listen to it because i think it's it's kind of a new spin on the catfish new spin on the catfish topic is like an awful thing to say because this is her life but i guess it gives you a more um, in depth look at how she, what she went through. Yes, yeah. And whereas Catfish, like the TV show, for example, was really focused a lot on like the the Uncovering person that the did it. Yeah, yeah, and that's really interesting. But I also think, like, without trying to spoil it, it's very unexpected the outcome of who it was and the kind of person they are. Which I, yeah, so. I'll just leave it there, but it's six episodes long, and the guy who's the journalist is really lovely, and he just really wanted to, like, help tell her story, which I think is really amazing. And my other thing was a TV show called The Sex Lives of College Girls, written and created by Mindy Kaling, and it's kind of giving me what I wish and just like that was giving me. Um, Of course, it's completely different worlds that girls have just arrived at college, but yeah, I think what I'm lacking from that show is what I gained from this show. And it's essentially about four girls who end up wind up in a, in a dorm together um, and how they navigate their lives in the world of 2022, which is not, you know, there's just all kinds of love happening. There's all kinds of people represented, um, which is amazing. And it also stars the sister of Timothy Chalamet, who once you re- remember that that's his sister, you're like, fuck, they look the same. It's so wild. Oh my God. And I just think, I fell in love with it. I really did. So I would really recommend it. I think it's about eight episodes um, on Neon and NZ, probably Stan in Australia. It's smart. There's a storyline about um, assault, which I think is like handled really well in, in a very um, 
in a way that I think would be handled in real life. Yeah. And it's like really nice to watch that. Um, yeah, get on board. Yeah, excellent. I'm into it. We're both watching Euphoria. Yes. Loving it. Duke. Um, Did you see the guy like whose penis was like on the toilet? They're fake. They're all prop penises. No, he came out and said it wasn't a prop penis. Well, because Jacob Elordi apparently went on somewhere and was like, nah, it's, we use doubles. But obviously not. I mean, he would know. Yeah. The guy. The guy on TikTok came out and said, that's my penis. And that's all he said? Yeah. Like, huh. he was like, no, nah, that's my dick. Oh. You know? Okay. Yeah, because everyone were like, that's a prosthetic penis. And he was like, nah, that's oh. not a prosthetic penis. That's my dick. Wow. Yeah. Well, fair enough. So much penis. There is a lot. There's a lot of everything. Yeah. Watch it. It's good TV. Do you think, like, what would be your advice for people who say it's, like, very intense and they're, like, scared to get on board because they don't think they can, like, watch something that intense? Man up. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. No, I would say try it. I think what I've kind of been saying to people is, yes, there's a lot of, like, sex, drugs, and rock and roll, to put it lightly, but I really think you get really invested with the char- in yeah, the characters. it's more about the character's story and the, the love they have, and also you want them to be them, their best selves. Totally. You want them to get... You want them to be better and do better and make the right decisions for them. Yes. And when they don't, because, I mean, we're we're all like that. Yeah, who does? You feel, like, connected with that. Mm. And you feel like, damn, my friends are, like, having a rough time. Yeah. It's so good. No, I think the characters are, like, very, they're fully fleshed out. Yeah, well-rounded. Yeah, so I think... Get on board. Yeah. Get on board. Definitely. Because um, if you're on TikTok and you're not watching Euphoria, I don't understand how you survive because every third TikTok on my feed right now is Euphoria. And, and you I... didn't know about the penis? No, I haven't seen that one. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them are just like um, the sound where it's like, get back into your room and put on your uniform or something like that. And I... then they walk out and like just the baddest outfits ever. Cool. Um, love it. Drag Race Season 14 is here. Two episodes are out and Mm. they split the episodes um, so that we could get to know uh, the 12 girls. Is there 12? Maybe more. 14 maybe. Uh, Better. Yeah. And each episode, one queen went home, which is new. Normally when they do a split, um, they don't send anyone home so that we can really get to know people. But... Rue this year was like, nah, get rid of them, which I think was great. Yeah, totally. Yeah. There's also a twist coming, right, in the next yeah. episode, so maybe they'll be back. Yeah. But... I'm glad the twist is in episode three instead of, like, it's quite confronting when episode one is a lip sync for your life and yeah. a pork chop doc and, you know, yeah. it's quite, like, we it just want to meet the queens and see a runway and, like, especially because by episode six it's like that never happened so it's just like quite disjointed yeah so i think this season is filled with some really good queens totally there are definitely some standouts carrie colby the most Mm. beautiful person to ever walk in the room yeah she is so gorgeous um 
cornbread. Yes. Absolutely stunning. Willow Pill. Rue's already Pill. got <laughs> Rue's already got a nickname for her, so you know she's like got longevity. Yeah. But is that a nickname? Isn't that So her name is Willow Pill. Yeah, but, but it's Will Pill. Will Pill. But that's just... I thought that was intended. No. no? Why would you uh, What is Will Pill? A little pill? Yeah, but like I don't know. I, I honestly was like, wow, Rue really picked that up. Like, I did not get that from that. Oh, I think it's a Rue thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. That makes more sense now. Yeah, Lizzo is there and, like, truly put her on the judging panel full So time. good. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah, and I had a revelation that uh, Alicia Keys deserves everything that she has. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was some Alicia Keys um, discourse in this household on Saturday. I was just like, I don't think I know one Alicia Keys stan. Like, someone who is just like, oh, Alicia Keys is yeah, my queen. Yeah, you do. Angie. Angie, yeah, Angie. Biggest fan of Alicia Keys. I know. And she was amazing. Yeah. She actually is the front runner for me. Totally. Yeah. Love it. Um, has anyone noticed that maybe Michelle Visage is in New Zealand at the moment? Definitely. She's yeah. been posting about LMP or pineapple lumps. Yes. Or she's wondering where, what New Zealand skincare is the best. Totally. She got some Emma Lewisham, which I was like, yeah. okay. I want to try it. Yeah. And the best thing about Emma Lewisham is they have like a you can recycling send, yeah, program literally which is epic. um this episode is not sponsored by emma lewisham <laughs> no but it's i not. would love it to be if you want to send me some products totally i really want to try them i think that um filming will start for drag race well, within the week she posted a right? photo like made up i think it started yeah, down under oh was that with with the, the afro hair? yeah yeah it looked amazing uh, incredible get ready guys drag race is never ending drag race uk versus the world wild the cast of that has just why do they not just call it international all-stars is that a bit lame i guess no that's not lame that's perfect yeah i just i don't know i i'm so excited for it but i just am like is it gonna be a weird concept or are they just gonna compete you know like oh will it be that every week a uk and a other person lip syncs whoa producer steve well i just i can't figure out how it's gonna work and it's stressing me out i think the fact that it's in the uk is just why it's called uk right i guess we have to wait and see like one day are they gonna have it in like new zealand it's gonna be new zealand versus the world maybe and it's like the olympics and we take on all the debt (laughs) could you believe like if you had told yourself six, seven years ago when you first started watching Drag Race. Yeah, about the time you started tanning. Yeah, exactly. It probably was. <laughs> it was definitely in the same yeah. house. Um, that one day, like, it would be filmed in your home country. Nah. Would you have believed? No. Yeah, it's wild. It is. It's wild and it's amazing. RuPaul is here. I know. God, I hope we run into him this year. It'd be amazing. Right, so we're going to dive into something that... Peaked too soon. I think that... I don't have my head wrapped around this at all. So if nothing else, I hope 
this chat at least clears it up for me. And I think that if you're listening at home, you are probably also very, you've seen it all everywhere, but you're just like, what is going on? I like don't understand. So we're talking about Jamie Lynn Spears and Britney Spears and this circus that has surrounded their relationship over the past three weeks. Would you say? Yeah. And it all started with this press tour. Oh no, it's kind of like at a head with this press tour. Yeah. You go. So I have a little bit of a timeline just to clear things up and it might help, but who knows? So we have, also both listened which we'll get to the call her daddy um podcast episode it's just the first part that has come out over the last couple of days um with jamie lynn so some of what we've like what we'll chat about what was said in there and also in her good morning america interview but essentially like obviously we all know that our sisters are 10 years apart and jamie lynn has kind of gone on about how she feels like well, she was told she was a mistake and that she's been an afterthought for her whole life. So the first kind of big thing in the milestone of the relationship was her falling pregnant. She talked a bit about Justin Timberlake on that interview, but I just like thought that was absolutely uncalled for and unnecessary. Yeah, it was. It fully was. I, but I think as you'll find listening to this timeline, everything is uncalled for and unnecessary preach so jamie lynn spears was a teen mum. she got pregnant in 2007 which was just the year before britney actually lost custody of both of her kids which i was like keep that in the back of your mind like that's really like horrific for britney to go through and to then turn around and see her younger sister like raising a child you know like that would be really really hurtful And the conservatorship began around 2008. But the relationship has seemingly been okay. Like, Britney was the maid of honor at Jamie Lynn's wedding. Um, And then we saw Jamie Lynn, which famously Britney said she did not like this. But she did a tribute to Britney in 2017 at the Radio Disney Music Awards. Kind of remixing her songs and singing along. And Britney was there and, like... She looked like she was enjoying it, but in July last year, she said, I don't like that my sister did that. Yeah, but she only doesn't like that her sister did that because it was one of her dreams to do a remix tour. Mm. She has all these amazing remixes of her songs, and she wanted to tour them in smaller venues around um, America, and everyone said no. And then her sister gets up and does lives her idea in front of her, as a tribute to her. Yeah. And she's like, okay. So upsetting. Yeah. Um, it sort of all started to, I guess the questioning of Jamie Lynn really kind of started a couple of years ago when people would start commenting things on her Instagram posts, like, why aren't you saying more? And that's when things around the free Britney movement really like amped up. So last year in June was when Britney had her hearing that she, spoke at um when she said that she wanted to sue her family um and then jamie lynn came out and said 
Um, I fe- I felt like until my sister was able to p- speak for herself and say what she felt she needed to say publicly that it wasn't my place and it wasn't the right thing to do. But now that she's very clearly spoken and said what she needs to, I can follow her lead. So I guess that is essentially the like moment where she probably was like, right, anyone want to buy a book? But that's speculation. Um, Again, there was another post from Jamie Lynn in July 2021 when everyone was talking about how she potentially benefited from the conservatorship. Um, and then Brittany said, how, uh, wrote on Instagram, how dare the people you love the most say anything at all? Did they even put a hand out to even lift me up at the time? Which I think is probably like one of the main points coming from Brittany is that like it's too little too late, essentially. Yeah. Because is it? Would you say that it was too late now to say sorry? Exactly. Whoa, full circle. So September last year, Jamie Spears was removed, and then two months later, the conservatorship entered. Uh, entered was terminated. Um, October twenty twenty one is when we get the uh, the information that the announcement that Jamie Lynn is releasing a book and there were reports online that it was called I Must Confess. Everyone went crazy and the book is actually called Things I Should Have Said. Jamie Lynn said on this interview with Call Her Daddy that it was never called that and that was just something they like called it as like a working thing but it was never the title of the book. Liar. Not sure I believe her. But... We have no other word what, on yeah, that. Totally. So January, uh, Jamie Lynn appeared on Good Morning America to promote the book, which is coming out, oh my God, literally today in America. Oh my God. Um, Unhappy release day. Uh, yeah. So she, um, she said that there was a conference in the book. She says there was a confrontation with her sister during the pandemic in which she came at me screaming and getting up in my face Um, and so that was the particular thing that has sparked the social media situation. So she's also gone on another show and said that there was a time back in the day when Brittany took a knife to get, took a knife and locked them in the bathroom together. Um, again, I feel like that was at a time where Brittany was so at a loss of how to get through. She was obviously suffering so much and wasn't being helped in the way that she actually needed and that was like a, a a last resort cry for help kind of moment and I'm sure there were other things that played into that like that's one side of the story um so then we got this Nightline interview where she talked about the knife incident then this is when Brittany posted something to her notes app um denying the story and said that her sister was a scum person um, it was the notes app post where she said, congrats, babe, you've stooped to a whole new level of low. Um, I, uh, please stop with these crazy lies for the Hollywood books. This is the lowest of the low basically is how that post was summed up. And then Jamie Lynn posts, uh, mess- a thing on her Instagram story, um, which was like a quote, which is like classic, which said, nobody trashes your name more than someone who's afraid you'll tell people the truth. So it's like, she's, she's sparking the fire. Like Brittany's trying to shut it down and she is sparking 
adding fuel to the fire. Yeah. Um, so then it went back and forth. Um, there was then a really long open letter from Brittany to Jamie Lynn. Um, and she said, I love her unconditionally. She's a str- she's so strong, but she has hurt me. Um, and, you know, this is tacky and, like, this has been going on for 13 years kind of thing. Like, why are we doing this here? And, like, Britney's posts are long. They're long. And they, to me, they are really thoughtful. Mm. And they they aren't that scathing. I think no. every now and then she gets, like, a jab in. Yeah. But. Over the overall tone of her messages to Jamie Lynn are like, I love you, please stop doing this. Essentially, yeah. Because what Jamie's doing, um, and for those who haven't watched any of the like interviews that she's doing, yeah, she is literally going around and answering questions about Britney Spears from her perspective. Mm. And it's like It's not your story to it's tell. It's not your story to tell. You were there. And it just seems bizarre that this book is... I said this to Steph earlier. I was like, does this book exist if the conservatorship is still in place? Like, in a world where Britney Spears is not free, does mm. this book get to exist? Or does this book only exist because Britney Spears is now free from something that Jamie Lynn had a part in? Well, my overall takeaway from her chat with Alex on Call Her Daddy was... A lot of stuff she said, well, I don't actually remember this properly. And it's like, well, if you don't remember, you shouldn't be talking on it. I think that if her and Brittany really joined forces instead of fighting, Mm. they would realize that, or Jamie would realize that her mom is maybe not the angel that she thinks she is. And that they were controlling her life in a way that was benefiting them more than it was benefiting her. You'll you'll hear that she talks, she thinks really, really highly of her mom. She sticks Mm. up for her mom throughout the entire interview. No matter what her mom does, she always has an excuse as to why her mom acted like that, whether it was the dad's drinking or... um, Too much pressure. Yes. uh, The people. The machine. Yeah, exactly. Telling her what to do. But at the end of the day, if Britney Spears is anything to go by, I think that, like, Jamie, probably there's a lot that she doesn't know. Yeah. And that she is just like filling in blanks and Brittany is like the pot filler, pothole filler. You yeah, know? well, I just feel like she was answering so specifically about things that she wasn't involved in. And then when she was asked specific things about her life, she said, I can't remember, like I was so young. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I also think that Alex, like... Being this Oprah Winfrey type character is random. It was, I, yeah, I, I felt uneasy when I saw it. Like, I, I, I even was like, I don't want to listen to this because I don't want to feed into this whole situation. But I also want to listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's. Yeah, I said to you, like, I. It feels like the intentions are not good here. Yeah. 
especially after like the two interviews on TV came out and then they had this situation and Jamie Lynn said like after Brittany posted that open letter she said like I love you please just call me like I've tried to speak to you it hasn't like worked or like we need to like figure this out stop continuing the narrative they haven't been there for you like this is embarrassing and it has to stop and then Call Her Daddy gets released and it's two parts now today Brittany's sent Jamie Lynn a cease and desist to stop talking about talking about her on her promotion tour. Yeah. So what's going to happen with part two of this interview? It might get completely canned. Imagine. The thing is that like with this interview, the part one of it, there is a lot of stuff about Britney mm. and Jamie. I mean, she deserves to tell her story, but I don't think she's telling her story and mm. people don't really want to know her story. Like mm. her story about um, being pregnant and being in Nickelodeon and Zoe 101, when she talks about yeah. that, that stuff's from her and life. And it's interesting. And, yeah, and it is interesting. But when they get into the Britney Spears stuff, it's like, that's too far. Yeah, like, it is. Britney has just gone Like, have through... we learned nothing? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Legit. And it's so sad that it's all playing out this way. Like, yeah. I would have hoped that Britney being freed was, like, going to be it for her for a while, you know? She could just, like, live the life that she wants to live, low-key, keep it happy, and not be in the headlines. Yeah. Which I know is, like, probably unrealistic because she's Britney Spears. Yeah. But, like, I feel like we should all be doing as much as we can do to, like protect her especially those people around her like why would jamie lynn want her sis like headlines about her sister after all this time and she knows that that's what she's doing i don't know i money it's gotta be money related yeah because like what else like why does she why does she feel the need to tell this story like this right now suddenly and like Six, less than six months after the conservatorship yeah, ends. it's gotta be money related like I cannot wait to see how this book does on the New York Times bestsellers list well it's gonna sell do you think yeah because do people actually care people care about the interviews do they actually care about the book I think like like women in their 40s in Amer- in the center of America will buy this book also they've already like quoted all the best parts well that's the other thing you it's know? like what is there left to yeah and read? then britney spears has come out and said those aren't even true yeah so, i don't know it's like good luck to you jamie i will be watching but like it's just sad it's it's tacky it is tacky um i just can't believe like when i got home tonight i was like oh my god the season desist I like know. wouldn't you what is gonna happen next oh 100 percent yeah and I hope it does help. And I, like, kind of hope the second part doesn't get played because Isn't it's, like... the book just, like... Flops? It just doesn't... It get, gets recalled or something. Whoa. No, you probably can't do that. Or Brittany might be able to. Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> so, all love to Brittany. Yeah, hope that helped. They kind of didn't help me, but... I know it was just like I'd constantly open my phone and there'd be something new yeah it is ongoing and because it's like all through social media too back and forth that's the sad thing and also like there are kids like there are cousins who you know could end up like think of the Spears cousins you know like it's just like sad (laughs) and also the one good point I do think that Alex made was like or maybe it was in the trailer for the second episode but like 
This man was an alcoholic. Like, yeah. and th- that sounded really bad. Like, not saying that people who have, su- like, have are alcoholics can't, like, rebrand their life. But, like, why on earth was he put in charge in the first place when he was the one that they were constantly running from for years? It's bizarre. Anyway, who knows? Yeah. It's the thoughts, I, I, I guess. I hope Brittany gets to tell her story one day. That's the thing. Yeah. When she wants to, if she wants to. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Um, shall we say the mantra? Yes, we shall. 2001 to 2008, there ain't a song that we hate. This is the part of our show where we add a song to our Spotify playlist 2001 to 2008 because we think it was just an excellent time in music and we want to share it with the world by collating it into one hot playlist and have i got a banger to add today i'm actually shocked that it's not on the list well i'm shocked mine's not too and i'm like is it wrong okay i don't think it will be the same oh it's yours in theme of of the episode yes ah is it yes king richard Oh, no. Okay, so mine's in theme of King Richard. Okay. <laughs> it's a Beyonce song, Crazy in Love. It's not on there? It's not on there. Wow, that needs to be number one. Like, Again. kicking off a... Oh, I just mean on the playlist. Like, you play it. You play 2001, 2008, and that starts playing. Yeah. It's just that brass yeah. is the best way. I One of the greatest pop songs ever written. Oh, wow. And 100%. maybe... One of the greatest, like, solo um, debuts of all time mm. as well. Like, maybe that and also Baby One More Time, like, while we're here. Of course. Yeah. Um, uh, Beyonce, song, Beyonce did the title track for the King Richard soundtrack, which is why that fit. Yeah. Um, well, my song is more in theme. Oh, than yours. Yeah. <laughs> I'm adding Lucky by Britney Spears oh, to the playlist. Couldn't believe it's not on there. I believe it. So that's that. That's also a banger. <laughs> I've actually said, this is a story about a girl called Lucky like four times today. Wow. Yeah. Did it work? Like, were you trying to be lucky? Yeah. Or? I've been getting lucky recently. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So follow us on Instagram at Pod. Follow us on Spotify. Hit the follow button. Download us. Do what you like. Please come back. Um, here's to 2022. 2022. Ooh. We'll see you next week or maybe a little bit sooner. Bye. Bye.